0: Hey, hey, it's your girl V, and here we are, another week. We survived last week, so let's get this week started. Happy Monday to you if you're listening to it Monday morning. And I hope that this is the beginning of a great week. I know we've been discussing some heavy topics for some of you. Maybe you're at work and get teary-eyed or it triggers you and it can be good and it can be bad. It's good to know what your triggers are. That way you can face them, deal with them. But when you're at work, it can be a little bit inconvenient. However, we have been learning to not allow our emotions to take complete control. So... We've talked about trauma, we've talked about the symptoms of trauma and also our responses to trauma, and we even talked about holding on to pain for different reasons and negative thoughts, how they affect us, and last week we talked about suicide awareness and checking on others. All of those things are very good to talk about, but I want to take a break today and talk about you, talk about me as individuals. Forget the trauma, forget the pain, forget the negative thoughts. And let's talk about self-awareness. Let's talk about how we see ourselves, what we do with ourselves, how we respond to ourselves. Because a lot of us are very polite. We are compassionate. We empathize. We are there for people. Or maybe this is just me. I am describing myself. I love to help people. How people feel around me matters to me. And there are some things that I have learned in dealing with people. And one of those things is that sometimes you have to give people space and allow them to process whatever situation they're going through. It doesn't mean that you don't care and it does not make you a bad person. It's just setting boundaries. It's just being respectful Because I know there have been times where I've had family members or friends that really wanted to be there for me and all I needed was just some space just to sort out my thoughts and process the situation. And that's healthy, it's not a bad thing. It's only bad when you start isolating yourself and cut off everyone for an unlimited amount of time and no one knows what's going on with you. That can get into a dark area. And we've talked about that stuff. And and I will have one episode. Um, I mean, if we need more than one, I totally get it. But I do plan on talking about getting in the dark place because I've been there. And thank God that I've gotten out of it. And of course, it has taken a decision on myself and also allowing other people to be there for me and going through the process. It has to do with self-awareness as well. So one of the biggest things that I had to do when I started this journey is I had to pay attention to myself. I had always been busy, had always cared about everyone else, wanted to help everyone. And that's not a bad thing. For a while, I resented myself. I felt like maybe I care too much. Maybe I care about people too much. And maybe that's why this happened to me. And I was just trying to sort out everything, trying to figure out everything. But you know what? It, it has nothing to do with that. Sometimes people make mistakes and they make decisions that hurt you. That's what happens, bottom line. And sometimes it makes a person look like they're a bad person because they made a poor choice or they made a decision that hurt you. Sometimes people just make mistakes and sometimes they're really big mistakes that hurt you, that cause you pain, that make you feel left out, that make you feel like you're not good enough. But we have to stop and realize where we're at, what what is going on with us. So my first point is that you have to be honest with yourself. If you want to be a person that practices self-awareness, you have to start off with being honest about what you need and the season that you're in. I did this little guide for myself on what I'm going to talk about today. Okay, so I use the letters from badass because that's how I am described a lot of times by my friends and and I love them, you know. They call me a, a badass and also because I am a badass, I don't have it all together and that's okay. I don't need to have it all together because I'm learning that I'm human and I'm not perfect and there are areas in my life that I still need to work on, which is okay. Letter B, we're gonna start boom. First letter. Be honest about what you need and the season that you're in. It's okay to not be okay. However, you can't stay there. Now, you can't determine how long a season's gonna last. We just can't. I mean, we live in Texas. You know, we're supposed to be in fall and it still feels like summer, right? So the summer season feels like it's still here, but technically according to the calendar, it should be fall. So there are some seasons that last longer than others in our lives. And when I say seasons, trials that we're going through, good times, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. A season of growth, which some of you are in and you have shared with me, which I think is amazing, even though it is difficult. But I applaud you for that. Like I'm so excited for you because I know that right now you may be in a very difficult place where it feels like A lot of things are coming at you at once and all these things are surfacing that you hadn't dealt with in years, but I also know what's on the other side for you. And that's your healing. That's the growth. That is the maturity that's gonna come, including the self-awareness. You're gonna learn how to pay attention to yourself and ask yourself questions like, do you know how you feel? Like, have you stopped and thought about how you feel about a certain situation, a certain relationship, a friendship? about your job, about your career path, about decisions you're making, the place that you're in? How do you feel about it? Like these are not bad questions. It's good to ask yourself that. It's good to pause and think about those things. And then also ask yourself why you feel that way. Because there are usually reasons why. Sometimes we feel a certain way and it's because we're covering up how we truly feel. So that's why it's important to have self-awareness. That's why it's important to think about that. How do I feel about this? How does this situation make me feel? And why exactly do I feel that way? And there are so many different reasons. I was reading this one article and it said, the basic uh, re- or feelings that you have or emotions is sad, glad, mad, afraid, you know? And it gave some reasons of why you can be glad. It's something that makes you feel happy. You know, that's simple, glad. But being afraid is really when you're afraid that something bad is gonna happen. Being sad is because you feel like you lost something. And being mad is because you feel there's something unjust happened and unfair happened and I can tell you that I have been in the mad emotion like forever for a long time I just felt like life was so unfair and so unjust and I was like that's how you feel okay why do you feel that way and even if it wasn't unjust the situation I went through and maybe I felt like life was unjust but you know what for the most part of my life I have been one To just continue to keep going and overcome and not feel sorry for myself. And that's not a bad thing either. Because I remember one time where I felt like, well, maybe if I wasn't so strong, then maybe people would have more compassion. But you know what? I am happy with who I am. I know how I feel. I'm beginning to be aware of my feelings and actually pay attention to my feelings. And then actually ask myself why I feel that way. And a lot of times there's a reason. And if I feel afraid that I'm going to lose something, then why are you afraid? What is it you're afraid that you're going to lose? You know, asking myself those kind of questions, sometimes like you'll have this anxiety and it's just like a false fear that you have. Like you're expecting the worst to happen and it's really not. You just have to calm down. You know, like I get so nervous when somebody tells me, I really need to talk to you. When do you have time? And I'm like, I feel like I'm going to go to the principal's office or something. (laughs) Yes, I know what it's like to go to the principal's office. I went a lot of times. Okay, so don't judge me. yo. And that's just talking about elementary school. But anyways, um, so continuing. Are you aware of your needs as well? That's also important. You need to know exactly what you need. Nobody else knows what you need. If you don't express what you need, how are people gonna know that? Sometimes we get upset because our friends aren't there for us or our family's not there for us the way we would desire them to be, but it's because they don't know because we didn't even express that to them. They had no idea, you know? So we can't assume that people know what we need. We have to verbally express that. I mean, if you're not comfortable, write it down, send a text, hey, I really need some time with you, girl. Like, I miss you, you know? Also, remember that the season you're in, and the place where you're at, it doesn't matter how you got there. Stop blaming other people and stop saying, well, if so-and-so hadn't done this, then I wouldn't be in this misery, or even once this happened, then my life will turn around. You know what? Now it's the time to decide whether you wanna stay in that place or not, okay? You have to make a decision. Again, it starts with being honest about what you need, being honest about the place you're at, and now decide. Decide where you wanna go from here. Do you want to stay in the same place? Do you want to continue with the same thoughts, the same patterns, the same habits, the same behavior, or do you truly want to change? And what do you have to do to make that change? First, it starts with a decision. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. You have to get tired of dealing with a high stress life with anxiety, full of fear, full of drama, full of toxic people. You have to get tired of that and you have to make the changes. No one's going to do it for you except you. In my first episode, I told you what happened to you may have not been your fault. However, you are responsible for your healing. Okay. So remember, it starts with a decision. You have to decide. All right. Number two, abandon all false expectations from self and others i know that i have always been a people pleaser i know that about myself and i know where it stemmed from i know the root of it i know it's because i felt a lot of rejection as a kid and i have always set high expectations of myself and a lot of times i have made myself feel As if I'm unworthy. And it didn't necessarily come from anyone. It came from actions that happened to me as a child. And I developed this mentality and this attitude towards myself. I wanted to be perfect so that I would be accepted. And the reason that I say abandon false expectations of others is that sometimes we set expectations on ourselves of what we think other people want from us. And it's not the case. We do it to ourselves. There have been times where I felt like I have to be a certain way for this person and then I have to be a certain way for this other person and that's just too much stress. Nobody has time for that. You just have to be yourself. You have to stop putting those expectations on yourself and if people are putting expectations on you, you need to question like whether they are healthy or not, okay? Because there are some people that challenge you and push you. You should have friends like that. If you have friends that always just agree with you and let you be wrong and never try to correct you or bring it to your attention and tell you, hey, you know, I noticed that you're on this healing journey, but yet you continue to dwell on these negative thoughts. Is that something that you need help with or have you noticed that you still do that? Are, is that an area you're working on or you haven't gotten to it yet, haven't mastered it yet? Is there anything I can do for you? Instead of somebody that just is agreeing with you and letting you continue to be in your misery, continuing to make bad decisions. That's not a real friend, that's not real love. When somebody really cares about you, they want the best for you, they will, they will support what you're doing, your journey, and even offer to help you if they can. You gotta remember that sometimes people don't know what to do because you're changing, you're evolving, you're growing, you're maturing. And the way that you respond to your relationships to other people is going to change. And you may even be a little bit grumpy because you're going through all these changes and it's uncomfortable. That's why it's important to communicate with others and let them know what's going on. A big thing also that tries to Keep these expectations, these false expectations on you, is your past. Your past has a way of reminding you of things that happen and causing you to react a certain way. You have to know where you're going. You have to know what it is like if you have a healthy expectation of yourself, expectation that you're going to stick to the goals, you have a vision, you know where you want to head to. Your past cannot distract you from that. It can continue to i mean it's going to be there your past will come up sometimes and that's okay but you got to get to a place where you know that you overcame that situation and your past is not going to define you you can learn from your past but you don't have to repeat your past you can live in the present and look forward to the future we can't live in the past anymore what's done is done and we have to move forward the other thing is if you don't know what you believe about yourself then you're going to believe what others say You have to know what you're about. You have to know what you believe about you. If you believe that you're on this healing journey and you are going to succeed and you're going to press forward and you're going to continue and you're going to get to that place of wholeness, it might not be perfect wholeness, but it's in a better place than you are now, then nobody can stop you from that. Nobody can discourage you from that. If they come with their negative words talking about, you're not going to make it, you're going to give up, just like you gave up on that weight loss plan, you know, kind of thing then you're going to be discouraged and you're going to believe it. So you have to know where you're headed. Know what you believe about yourself and continue to press forward in that. Third thing is don't compromise who you are. This is a big one. And this is one that I have done as well. In some areas, I compromised on emotional neglect. And a lot of times I neglected myself. I can't blame anybody else. Because at the end of the day, how much I allow someone to put me through is up to me. If I set boundaries and don't allow people to take advantage of me, then guess what? It's going to be harder for them to take advantage of me. Will that happen sometimes? Yes, it will. Because sometimes people are just good at lying and manipulating. But if you let it happen continually... At that point, you have compromised what you believe and you have compromised your peace. You have compromised the journey that you're on. So the more attention you pay to yourself, the more you're going to know what you need and the less that you're going to tolerate. You're not going to tolerate things that pull you away from the goal that you're headed to, especially if you've been putting in the work. Like for me. Heck no, am I gonna let somebody just come and destroy what I have worked so hard to do? Yes, it has been with support from family, from friends, from counseling. A bigger part of it has been that I decided to go through it, that I decided to do the exercises, that I decided to make the changes, that I decided to let go of things that I had been holding on to for so long, that I have decided to learn new ways to cope coping skills, communication skills. I'm working on them. I don't have them mastered, but I'm working on them on a daily basis. So I'm not going to let somebody just come in and rob me of that. No, because I've worked so hard. I put sweat and tears into this. Literally, it was difficult. I had to fight myself and, and the Desire to stay in that comfortable place, even though it was so unhealthy and it was just a horrible place. I had to decide to get out of there. If not, no matter what people told me, no matter what my counselor told me, it was not going to work. I had to decide to put in the work and I had to put the strength, I had to put the courage into it. I had to do my part. So, the other thing is if you have compromised, who you are, then look at those areas that you've settled in and see what changes you can do. See how you can get out of that. It won't be easy, but it is possible. And again, that's why it's important to engage in conversations with those that you love, with those that you are in relationships with. And if you have settled in areas where it comes to the relationship you have with another person, you have to have a conversation with them. You can't just be like, That's it. I'm not putting up with this crap. I'm cutting you out, blah, blah. Because, I mean, I don't know, you know, if it's your spouse, your significant other, you can't just totally cut them off. Like if it's, you know, there are reasons why you should. And we've talked about that. Like if there's abuse, you're in danger. But if it's somebody that does love you and care about you, but you have compromised and there, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you're in. There are areas that always need work in your friendships, in your family, you know, with your siblings, with your parents, there's always an area, there will always be areas that are stronger and others that are weaker and you work on those areas to improve them and both of you can work together but you have to have conversations. You can't just like totally, you know, flip out on somebody because sometimes they also have learned habits on how they deal with their relationships and it could have been, Their household that's just how they ran things so it doesn't make them a bad person necessarily but you know you'll find out based on how they respond to the changes that you are now beginning to make in your life and if they are understanding of what you're experiencing and you're sharing with them then that leaves room for growth for both of you right and also don't expect everyone to understand what you're going through to understand your changes or to walk alongside you. There are some people that will be part of this journey with you and there are others that won't. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It doesn't mean that those that can walk alongside you are more loyal. It just means that there's just some times in our lives that certain people are there, are meant to be there and were put there for a reason. And then there are other people that maybe they're going through their own journey and and they're not able to walk alongside you at the moment. It doesn't mean that they don't care about you. Now, you know, on the flip side, you do have some people that now that you're making changes and no longer compromising, well, you don't meet their needs and you're not giving them what they wanted or what they were getting from you anymore, so they may just drop off. And that's okay too. Now, will it hurt? Yeah. It will. But you gotta focus on the good things in life and what you're doing. And again, you've put in all this hard work. Don't throw it all away for one person, okay? Number four, applaud your small victories. Why is this important? Because these small wins are gonna motivate you to keep pressing towards the bigger goals. So I remember when I first started my journey, I felt like, oh my God, I'm never gonna feel better. I felt so sad. My heart was so broken and I felt like I would never have another good day in my life. Like, like I would never have another good day in my life, but it just seemed so far away. And then when I did decide like, wait a minute, no, I can't stay in this place. It seemed like it was unreachable. It seemed like so far away, having a happy, um, peaceful life seemed like it was just so far far away I've shared with you like in the beginning I would take you know two steps forward and three steps back and I always felt like oh my gosh I'm not gonna get to where I need to get or it's gonna take forever but here I am and I am continuing to make progress and I had to celebrate the small wins if it was just one negative thought that day that I said "Uh uh-uh No, we're not doing this today. One, one small thought that I overcame, that deserved a celebration. Because guess what? Then now I'm gaining confidence. I'm gaining confidence in myself and the ability to come against those things and the ability to change the way that my thought process works and how I see life. And it started to give me hope. And then I just wanted to keep going. It was like, okay, I feel good about this one thing. Now I want to go to the next one. What else can I do to feel better? What else can I do to get to that place of wholeness? So these celebrations of these small wins it's gonna give you hope so that you can keep going and that is such a good place to be you never want to lose hope that hope is just so important and is such a driving force because when you have hope you're believing in something that is good that's something that good is going to come out of this you haven't given up so then that also encourages you to keep going right and confidence goes such a long way as you begin to gain that confidence and this confidence is coming from within, as you begin to overcome those little things one at a time. And when the confident, when that confidence comes from within because of self-accomplishment, because of those small victories, no one can take that away from you. So that's amazing. And these small and celebrating these small victories, applauding those small victories, it gives your soul a small break. So you can appreciate the progress that you're making. Who doesn't like to look at their accomplishment and be like, "Wow, look at this. I did this. I accomplished this. I got to this place. I may not be where exactly where I want to be, but I'm headed that way." And it just gives your soul such encouragement and it feels so good. So, applaud those small victories. Celebrate those small wins because those small wins are leading to the big win. And I know that I'm rooting for you and I want to see you win. The fifth thing I want to share, and I'm actually going to share six, six things. So the fifth thing is show up for yourself, because at the end of the day, what you think about yourself is what truly matters. If you're able to look in the mirror and be satisfied with that person in front of you and you're able to sleep at night with peace, then you know you're on the right track. Because there are times where people can't be there for you. And just like you are ready and available to offer other people words of encouragement to help them get through a tough situation, you have to be able to look in that mirror and you tell yourself those words of encouragement. You tell yourself, hey, I believe in you. You're going to get through this. I know you have because I've seen you overcome. You overcame this and you overcame that. And look at you now. And it's okay. Yes, it was a small setback. But you know what? You got this. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't look back. Keep pressing forward. Look towards your goal. You can do this. I'm right here with you. We're going to get through this together. You have to give yourself those words of encouragement because there may not be somebody around to give you the words of encouragement. There might not be somebody at 4 o'clock in the morning that you just woke up and just felt this stress, this anxiety. There may not be anybody there to offer you those words that you need at that time. Me? I, You know, I, I, I'll pray. And ask God to help me, to give me that peace that I need. And I'm also able to give myself those words of peace. Whatever it is that works for you. If it's scripture that works for you, then meditate on that scripture that gives you peace. But remember, you, you have to show up for yourself. It is very important that you show up for yourself. If your needs, your goals, and your desires are at the mercy of others, you are compromising. And you're also telling yourself what you want and need does not matter. Because you're allowing others to determine whether your needs are met, whether your goals are are met, whether your desires are met. And that's not the way it should be. You know what matters to you. And what matters to you should be important. You have to make time for you. Self-care is something that's very important. You have to practice self-care. Those little things. And self-care is different for everyone. For me, I like to get my, man- my, my nails done and I like to get my pedicure. Sometimes I just want to sit in my bed and watch movies by myself with- and eat popcorn and occasionally have a soda. Most of the time I drink water, but still, sometimes I just want to be by myself and that's part of my self-care. Other times I want to be with my friends. I miss them and I'll reach out to them and tell them, "Hey, what are you doing? You know, let me know the next time you go out and and um that way I can hang out with you. You know, I miss you." But again, I'm able to reach out to them, you know. So, you have to show up for yourself. How are my friends going to know that I want to hang out with them or need them if I don't tell them, right? The other thing that I want to tell you that has to do with showing up for yourself is do more of what you love to do. Let me repeat that again because we're horrible at this. Do more of what you love to do. That requires you knowing what you love to do. So think about that. What do I love to do? And I need you to start doing more of that. Which leads me to number six. Simplify your life. Okay, it's... Sounds simple enough, but it's actually complex because we live in a world that is so busy and we have social media, we have families, we have responsibilities, we have work. For me, I have school, hobbies and my working out and my self-care, I mean, it's a lot. It can be a lot. So simplifying your life means getting rid of the distractions and the extra noise so you can focus on what truly matters. The way that I understand it is looking at your plate and checking to see of all those things that are on your plate, how many of them actually belong to you and how many of them belong to other people. And the things that belong to other people, you need to take them off your plate so you can focus on the responsibilities that actually are yours. Again, it sounds simple, but it's so complicated sometimes because people are so used to us taking care of things for them. And it's not a bad thing to do kind things for people and and help them out. That's not a bad thing. But when it is keeping you from focusing on what's important or the journey you're in right now, then you have to transfer that responsibility over to others. People can handle it. You'd be surprised how much someone can do for themselves when you allow them to. And so that means you got to take control of your time. Taking control of your time means evaluating your commitments, looking to see where your time is spent, where your time is going. I'm not saying every single minute has to be accounted for. Don't drive yourself crazy. But I'm saying look at where your time goes. Like your commitments, are they out of obligation or because they give you guilt trips? Or is it things that you have to do because they're actually leading you towards your goals? Or it's something that you enjoy doing? The other thing you have to do to simplify your life is you you have to cut out toxic people. It's like, well, what are how do you know when somebody's toxic? You know what? If there is a lack of respect, trust, compassion, if there's no honesty, then that's a toxic relationship. And I'm going to have to do an episode on relationships and and healthy traits. But toxic people are going to rob you of your peace or if they if they make you feel like you have to prove yourself to them or your level of commitment to them that is unhealthy you don't need that in your life if you're having to constantly prove yourself that's just not healthy at all and i'm sorry it's not acceptable the other thing that you need to do is wage war against anything that is trying to rob you of your peace it doesn't have to be people. Sometimes we think it's people that are trying to rob us of our peace. A lot of times it's us being too busy. It's us putting off decisions. A lot of times it's us giving away our peace. So we have to stop and think, what are we doing to maintain our peace? What can I do to gain that peace that I lost? Is it commitments that have robbed me of my peace? Is it distractions? Is it other people's problems? Or is it myself? Is it my thoughts? Is it my emotions? What is it? And begin to deal with it. Begin to face it and decide to get your peace back. Whatever has robbed you of your peace, it's time for you to get your peace back. Sometimes there has to be war in order for there to be peace. That's just life. Sometimes you have to go pound for pound and go after the things that you want. If something is worth having, it's going to take work. If not, everyone would have their peace. If not, everyone would have emotional wholeness, but they don't. We see a lot of people that are stuck in anxiety and fear and depression. And I understand that there are certain situations, different situations for everyone. But I'm talking about us that just have poor coping skills, poor communication skills, and are able to make changes in our lives in order to get to a healthy place. It's our choice. So I leave you with that. And again, the... Six things are be honest about what you need, abandon all false expectations, don't compromise who you are, applaud your small victories, show up for yourself, and simplify your life. These are just things that I have learned in my journey. And I know there's still so much more for me to learn. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I have peace with that. I have peace with knowing that I'm imperfectly perfect, that I have flaws. That I have been broken, but I'm not damaged goods. I'll tell you that because God is still working in me and I'm still working on me. And I am going to continue to focus on being the best version of me. Not to prove myself to anybody, but because that is the desire of my heart. Desire of my heart is to be who God created me to be. And that should be your desires to be the person that you were meant to be. Because each one of us has a purpose. And how are we going to find out what our purpose is if we continue to get distracted with all that noise? That is not necessary. That's just the enemy trying to keep you bound. Trying to keep you from reaching that place of wholeness. From reaching your purpose. Because when you reach your purpose, let me tell you, you're going to do amazing things. You're going to be unstoppable. Yeah, they're going to be haters. Yeah, sometimes your feelings are going to get hurt by people that say things or leave you out or aren't there for you and you really wanted them to be. Yeah, that's going to happen. But when you know where you're going, nothing can stop you from getting there. Will there be opposition? Absolutely. Will there be obstacles? Guaranteed. Because that's life. That's a promise that we have. Even God promised us that we will have troubles. But he also promised that he would be with us. So continue continue that good fight. Continue to fight for what is yours. Continue to go after what is yours. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let yourself stop you because most of the time you are the only person that can stop yourself from reaching that next level, from getting to that place that you so desire to be. So challenge for this week is I want you to think about what you love to do and decide to do more of that. That's your challenge of the week. I hope that you begin to just conquer those things that have been difficult, those things that have seemed like you couldn't press through, that you see a breakthrough this week. Have an amazing week. Enjoy that journey. It might not be pleasant, but you know what? There's always something beautiful inside of that journey that's difficult. Remember that. Celebrate the small victories. It takes you to a place of gratitude. And just like that, we wrap up another episode of Voice of V. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And the podcast can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. This is your girl V., And I'm out.